Hey everyone, uh, today I'm going to talk about the new face of racism. So recently uh, here in Canada, uh, the leader of the NDP political party, Jagmeet Singh, uh, there was a video of him that went viral. Uh, he was out campaigning. We have an election coming up uh, this month in October. And a video went viral of him uh, because a man approached him and basically sort of was whispering at him that he should uh, remove his turban um, because it'll make basically people like him more. And uh, it went viral because everyone was, you know, so shocked by it. And of course, uh, Mr. Singh handled it really well. You know, he was just like, this is Canada, you know, I'm going to do, I have the right to sort of express my religious freedoms, etc., etc. It's very, you know, calm, cool and collected. And so um, what stood out to me about the video um, was that this man in the video probably doesn't see himself as racist. And I wanted to focus on that because he literally thought that, I know I've said it before, um, it's just this polite racism. It doesn't make it any less racist. It's just has a new face. And he doesn't see himself as a racist. He literally thought he was giving him good advice. It was like basically saying, girlfriend, you know what? That pink isn't your color. Um, that's the kind of advice he thinks he's giving him. He's thinking, you could win this election if you were just not wearing, uh, you know, the turban. You know, try and be less, um, uh, less you know, yourself and be more white, you know, try to present this image to yourself that's more palatable to white people. And um, it's something that uh, people of color get faced with a lot. Um, uh, you know, I, I talked about last time just about my hair and the choices that you make and if it's a political statement, you know, wearing an afro and, you know, at one time it was. Um, you know, I, it still has some power now, absolutely for sure. But I mean, it's this idea that the white standard of uh, being and how to be and look is just the thing that all people should be aspiring to. Um, and it's still very much racist in fact that's like the definition of racism <laughs> um, but because this man wasn't you know screaming uh, at Mr. Singh he wasn't burning crosses uh, he wasn't you know trying to hurt him he probably even you know likes his ideas as um, part of the NDP party and he's probably thinking you know he might even vote for him which is just crazy uh, because this man doesn't see he he genuinely believes that he's giving good advice and so 
you know, when people see this video, they're outraged and they're angry. And I feel like people of color, we often have a different reaction to this because, you know, for some people, this is news. This is, you know, people that are, you know, anti-racist. They're just like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this is happening. That's so outrageous. Whereas, you know, this kind of low-level, friendly racism is something that I have to deal with almost on a daily basis. And uh, so I'm not that shocked by it anymore. It's just part of uh, my life as a black woman. And um, it's, it's, there's two things that are about that this new friendly face of racism is that it's much harder to fight in this form. So sometimes people don't understand, you know, obviously there's people are very in tune with how to uh, anti-racism and, you know, how to sort of fight it. But when it takes on this new tone and this new face, it's so much harder to attack. And that's what makes it harder. And that's just sort of the evolution of anti-racism and have trying to fight it is that you have to see the nuances in its forms and it's good that people are seeing it in this way but then there are you know these things like the microaggressions that people are saying look this is racist too and um you know other people even you know people that are you know very well versed very vocal about anti-racism they're like is it or are you just trying to read something into this person's actions? Now, I'll tell you a perfect example. And I often question my ideas. I see racism everywhere. <laughs> but I do, I, I am more sensitive to it. So, for example, I, um, don't judge me, I <laughs> go, I was at my local Starbucks, I ordered my very ridiculously expensive latte, you know, it's like a $6 drink, don't judge me, and, you know, I deserve that latte, I've rationalized it somehow that I, you know, this is my daily indulgence, and the young man at the counter was like, how would you like to pay visa he didn't say how would you like to pay like he did with the white woman in front of me he filled in the blank with visa as though i would would have to buy my morning latte on credit and i have to admit with a little bit of attitude i was like my sweetest voice i was sort of I'm bridging it uh, for all you Harry Potter fans. The sweeter my voice, the more vicious my intent. I was like, um, no, actually, debit. Uh, <laughs> and I found that to be a microaggression. I thought he looked at me and thought that I needed, to, I had no money, that I was like clearly trying to you know, I don't know what, live outside of my means, and that uh, it was just, I took it as offense. And I thought, these are the kinds of things where, you know, I would say he probably doesn't even realize that he added visa onto the question for me and didn't for the woman ahead of me. Um, you know, maybe he's not aware 
he's not aware of it I shouldn't lecture him and go into a whole thing about it but it's just these kinds of things where it's a small difference but it means something it means how you're perceiving me how you look at me how um, you treat me is different because you've made some assumptions about me based on the color of my skin and so those are the kinds of the new face of racism this polite face of racism that um, has people very confused about how to fight it and also if it is in fact racism and it is so that is the problem in the sense that how do you tell somebody that what you did you know they're this nicety this question this politeness of you know just a little tip you might want to cut that out you might want to do something a little different um how do you explain to them that that's racist i think we've all you know seen history we've seen historical images of hatred in this country and someone politely telling you to you know maybe dress a little differently or maybe not wear some head covering it doesn't feel the same as uh you know yelling offensive words at somebody in the street or you know trying to physically harm somebody it does feel like a you know suggestion suggestion when your friend tells you how does this look on me and you're like nope take it off it's not good or you know um, dressing a certain way for a job interview or dressing a certain way when you're going out to a fancy dinner you know there are certain um, social requirements for certain situations in the Western world of how we're expected to act. And the problem is that this is sort of getting mixed up with um, with racism. And so what people of color want is we don't want to be white. We want to be ourselves and express ourselves in our culturally significant ways and still be um, treated with equality. We want to have the equality and the privileges that come with being white, but we don't want to be white. So we don't want to strip away our individuality. I still want to be an individual. I don't want to be marginalized and told to be something else uh, just to have the same access to um, the same access to privileges that people that are white have so i don't want to have to you know this is something very common i'll you know um you know black men that i know often uh, understand how they're perceived and they make themselves seem smaller or meeker so that they don't um incite fear in you know white people these are black men that are navigating you know white space and literally their lives depend on it they can literally be killed if they act too aggressive if they you know scare the wrong person and so they spend a lot of their lives trying to seem uh 
you know, basically innocent and, you know, harmless. Um, and this comes from being, you know, maybe if they're too tall or not too tall, but, you know, they're tall or seem intimidating or, you know, they're larger. You know, these are all things that they're very, very, very aware of, you know not walking too close to uh, white people. Like these are things that it, it sounds, uh, it may seem ridiculous to somebody listening to this, but these are real concerns that black men that I know, uh, my friends, um, deal with every single day when they're riding on the subway and how they are and how they act, their physical space. They try to physically take up less of it. They make sure never to bump into anyone, touch anyone. Um, they live in fear because of this perception. And, you know, someone just needs to say, I felt scared, and literally they could be in jail. Um, and I make light of it, but uh, you just need to read the news to see that, you know, young black men have been killed uh, for just being black. Um, so this is the kind of thing where it's it's still racist, it's still just as dangerous, and it's very hard to identify because it seems innocent. And so one of the things that um, is the next stage in fighting racism is to see these niceties, to see this friendly new face of racism for what it is, uh, just basically the same old hate wearing a new polite face. So um, I encourage you to be a little bit more paranoid uh, in how uh, you perceive things, how you read news, how you interpret things, um, and how you treat people of color in your lives about the assumptions that you make. Um, I can afford that $6 latte Starbucks, um, <laughs> a Starbucks employee. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's just having to be more critical of yourself um, in these situations to make sure that you are um, treating everybody equally and fairly uh, and not, not through this lens of race. And just because you're not um, screaming at people it, it doesn't mean that you're not, you know, being racist. I think that's just something so hard. And it's something that, you know, people are talking about a lot more. People are afraid, afraid to question their motives, sort of deep, dig deeper into their feelings. And, you know, a lot of white people are afraid of being racist, of saying the wrong things of, um, you know, and I, I say this a lot, but don't be don't be and no one we can tell I say it all the time people of color can tell the difference between someone who's genuinely trying to learn um, and be open to learning than you know someone who's being racist I've had people say some pretty shocking things to me but it was entirely just because they were afraid of saying the wrong thing and I felt you know, happy that they felt I was a safe place to sort of 
ask these kinds of questions and um, you know they could go out into the world and not offend people and treat people equally and that's always a good thing so yeah the the um the new face of racism is a polite one but it is still there and we need to fight just as hard to stop it thanks so much everyone for listening and i'll talk to you next time